Hi, I'm Mark Rennick. This is Victory Over Sin. Jesus, there's victory. All the chains that were holding me Kept me locked in captivity Have been broken by grace so free When he poured out his cleansing Motivated by his great love Give me faith I need to rise above And sing a song of how I've overcome I've got victory over sin Bringing peace to the fight within Give me strength I need to start again I've got victory over sin He gives me victory Good Saturday afternoon to you, Treasure Valley. My name is Mark Rennick. This is Victory Over Sin. The first part of the show, what we attempt to do is to share with you what we're doing and who pays for all this stuff. Victory Over Sin is funded by an advocacy arm of of the Southwest Council for St. Vincent de Paul. Our mission, our goal, if you will, is to educate you, the person who's driving around listening to me or in the desert incarcerated, about what it's like to come out of incarceration and to live life on parole. We would argue that those issues are many and that you know little about that. So what we do is do a radio show that we've actually been doing for almost three years now. If you go back to the archives of KBXL and look under Victory Over Sin, you'll see a litany of people who have been on this program. We've had directors of the Department of Corrections. We've had senators. We've had uh, representatives. We've had people on a national level and local level. We've had people coming right out of incarceration their first day. We've had people on their way back the next day in terms of making mistakes, and they knew they were going back. It's a great body of work to learn about the Department of Corrections and to understand what happens to those of us who have been incarcerated. Uh, We do this, and we're very proud of this, and we'll continue to do this. We're excited about that. In addition to that, we also have a PowerPoint that we share with any service group, any church, any organization that would like to learn about what it's like to be incarcerated. It is about a 20-minute PowerPoint that is meant to spark discussion about the topics. And if you're in the news now, you see that lots of things are going on with the Department of Corrections. Let's say your group wants it, get in contact with me at the end of the show. I'll sh- I will share how to do so, and we will come out and show the PowerPoint. The great thing about this PowerPoint is that it is led by a person who's a returning citizen themselves. So they've been there and they understand the system and they will be there to answer questions after they present the PowerPoint. So those are options for you. Uh, Again, towards the end of the show, I'll let you know how to get out in touch with me. If you hear anything throughout the show, be happy to get in contact with me and we'll hook you up with the people that you need to be connected to. Uh, several things have been exciting happening in the news this week. If you noticed, uh, this week, uh, Ban the Box made it through the first. It's actually Senate Bill 1318, which prohibits uh, employers from having a box on their application for employment that says that somebody's been incarcerated. That got out of the Judiciary Committee in the Senate. It now goes to the full floor with a recommendation for pass. It has taken a few years for that legislation to become... Uh, to the point where it actually looks like we'll be voted on by the full legislature. So you can watch for that. We were an integral part of that. A lot of us were down there talking about it. I think 17 people spoke in in favor of it. Only one spoke against it. 
it is an interesting situation, and they'll look for many more things in the legislature this year affecting those of us who have been incarcerated. We're excited about that and look forward to that in the future. In addition to that, some of you know, if you've been listening to the show, that we've got an office now that we have. We've been for almost a year, a little over a year now, in which it's located at 8620 West Emerald, Suite 140. We are open 9 to noon. If you need information about somebody that's incarcerated, you're incarcerated, you need support, or you need resources, this would be a place to link up. It's on the corner of Benjamin and Emerald. We're open 9 to uh, noon, as I said before, Monday through Friday. Just come by and take a look at what's going on, and we'll be happy to work with you. In addition to that, if you're listening to me in the desert and you need a ride from incarceration, and there was nobody to pick you up, have your case manager give me a, send me an email, and one of our volunteers will be happy to come out and pick you up bring you into the uh, the area and set you up in terms of running you to food stamps, PNP, and uh, get you to your halfway house if that's where you're going or wherever you're going to live. So those are the kinds of things we do. We're excited about it. It's uh, getting stronger and stronger as we go forward. Uh, I am also, I've got a, a friend of mine that I've kind of lost touch with and reached back out to. He's doing all sorts of great things in Eagle, and we will talk to him in one second. The United States has the highest percentage of its population in prison in the world. That's 1 in 200 Americans are currently serving time in a federal or local prison. As of May 2017, Idaho has 8,223 men and women incarcerated and another 17,201 on probation and parole. So upon release from prison, who works with these individuals and families to help them transition back into our community? This is done by what we call Returning Citizens Resources and coffee shop. We offer them a cup of coffee and some resources and information to help get them on solid footing with their faith, their recovery, and to begin their new life as our neighbor. It's designed for the offender's first stop from the institution. If you'd like to help us help them, please contact Mark Rennick at 629-8861. That's area code 208-629-8861. And if you're out in the desert needing any help for your transition, we pay for that call. Very excited today to have Mr. Adrian Thomas of Eagle Christian Church here. It is so nice to see you again. Mark, it's a pleasure. Yes. We have a history that we'll talk about as we go forward, but he is the Men's Addiction Director at Eagle Christian, correct? Yes. Congratulations. That, it looks really good on you too, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me a little bit about Adrian and where he came from and background. Well, I'm originally from Southern California, moved to Idaho close to 10, 10 years ago, Um Came from a heavy background of alcohol addiction, um, which led me down a bad path. Um, was very, very, very broken. Um, didn't get to see my kids be raised. Their mother had to do that. She did the smart thing and took them away from, from me, mm-hmm. um, which I don't blame her at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, got into recovery through um, the Boise Rescue Mission, actually. And that's where you and I met. You were at Boise Rescue Mission. Yes. And you were going to celebrate recovery at 10 Mile Christian. And you and I were the dynamic duo of the of the connection point at 10 Mile Christian and for several years. that was a good years. time. That was that a was. good time. Those are, I think, uh, I, I stopped doing it a little over a year ago now almost. And I think people still came up looking for you for a long, long time. That's where I discovered the um, CR program. They have a great CR they program do. there. Tim um, Christian offers uh, Celebrate Recovery on Friday nights. Yes, yes, and um, and many around the valley. Many, sure. Um, 
I kind of use part of that. I do the meat and potatoes of Celebrate Recovery, which is the 12-step program. Mm -hmm. And I use all their literature. Yeah, that's good. And so you do that at uh, at Eagle Christian now. Yes, I do. And so when my you, fifth year, your fifth year, I know. Yes. It. So you were also too. I always remember when we were at the counter, you were always doing irrigation and doing something, moving stuff around. You really the country boy. Really <laughs> came from California, stayed up here in Idaho. Love the it? landscaping. I still do that at Eagle Christian Church. Um, that's part of my volunteer work there. Take care of all the grounds there, and we have a big, big know, place to take care operation. of. And um, caretaker at a little eleven acre ranch in Middleton with some cattle. There you go. So, but I always thought that you loved that. So you're just perfect. For I you. do. That's my quiet time. Yeah. So I don't because I always thought, man, he comes all the way from Middleton out to Ten Mile out on that, and so this is perfect for you. Describe the when you went out there. Uh, you went out there at not at just to be a supportive, almost a, a maintenance kind of situation, wasn't it at first? Yes, exactly. Um, well, I met the Pastor Steve Moore. Um, Steve Moore or. At which one? I'm sorry, Mark. When you went out to Eagle Christian for me. I was brought to Eagle Christian um, by a neighbor, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as soon as I walked in, I knew I was home mm-hmm. um, just because of the welcoming, um, the openness of the people, the acceptance. Mm-hmm. They had a thing that week in their bulletin about needing landscape help, and I immediately signed up and uh, been doing it ever since. Oh, good. And that... Um, that was was that Glenn that did that for you, or is that somebody else? The person that yeah was the person that brought you to Eagle Christian. It was a neighbor. Oh, it was a, just a, a friend neighbor. of my brother's. Just yeah. he said he knew of this church that's pretty cool, and he took me down the road to it. And the minute I walked in, I knew I was home. Because it's two it's two Doctor Cranes, right? Yes. Okay. One yes. is uh, one is actually a medical doctor, and the other is a, a theologian. Neither one's a medical doctor. Oh, I thought one was a medical no. doctor. No. It's Steve and Charles Crane. They both have doctorates in biblical mm, studies. I was told wrong by one of them. I thought one of them was MD. No. Okay. I hear good things about them. Tell me about them and the 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 things that make that different in that part of the valley. Uh, I think it's the openness, the giving. Um, they have been amazing mentors to me, um, Charles Crane, especially. Um, Steve's father. Mm-hmm. Um, just the doors are always open. Um, mm-hmm. I was accepted immediately. Nobody looked down at me about any past that I had. They didn't even want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked at what I was doing and where I was going and supported me the whole way. Okay, and because they did not have any type of recovery program, none whatsoever. And mm-hmm. I knew we needed one. Okay, and so how did that? take place for you um went to the director there the um person that's um i guess you would call him the pastor pastoral care minister Mm -hmm. and pitched it to him and Mm -hmm. said i'd like to get a small group going and um finally was able to sell it to him got the materials and um, they gave me a room they gave me a time and i started filling it with men when do when do you meet (laughs) excuse me on thursday nights at seven Mm -hmm. o'clock Okay, and that is in the main office there. On because you've got several campuses now, right? Yeah, we have three now. We're yeah. one church, but yeah. we're three, mm-hmm. three locations. But it's always at that campus. Yes, at the is there any, campus. any uh, plans in the future to to go to other campuses? Yes, we are looking at starting at our our Surprise Valley campus right. in Boise. Yes. Okay, and so that'll be on the same night, or are you just looking for? I'm disciples? not sure when that night would work. That's, mm-hmm. but yes. But tell me how. Walk me through how that started. That had to have been kind of scary for you. I mean, I, uh, I knew you. You were my jokester, my prankster, and we did, we did, we had a lot of fun together, guys. As we would greet people at ten miles, they came in in the afternoon, and 
and Adrian and I were, I, I, we, we had fun, and that was cool. So I'm sure you took that same energy to Eagle Christian and I developed that, right? I did, and, and I just had, after 11 months in the Boise Rescue Mission, coming out of a horrible addiction, mm-hmm. um, I had a heart for that. And uh, I knew I needed to reach other men. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's a lot of brokenness. Absolutely. And there was nobody for them to go to. Mm-hmm. And um, I just accepted them all. Mm-hmm. And once they started letting people contact me and Rich Shell, who's one of our counselors there at uh, Eagle, um, he started to recommend people to me or would send people to me. And I realized I need a group. I need a place that we can all start working the steps together mm-hmm. and get that community going. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the isolation was horrible for me, mm-hmm. and I knew what that was like. And uh, we needed to get a community of men. That's right. And so you took the steps, but you took what is a CR steps. You didn't take the traditional 12 steps. Yes, we don't have the full, what you would call a full-blown CR program. Mm-hmm. We do the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. But we do so use you just do the study, the study. Oh, okay. The good. step study books one through four. Oh, okay, okay. Takes my group seven to eight months um, to complete the whole study, um, but it works. Mm-hmm. I know because it worked for me, mm-hmm. and um, we use all their literature. It's safe, um, and it's proven. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I mean, I love that concept. I think the thing I like about it the most is that you went down and saw a niche, and you saw that it wasn't being filled. And you had to dream and put it together. And so that's, that's... Well, the Lord led me down that path. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's really powerful. And not many people do that. So you're, again, you're in the desert and you're listening to me and you're thinking, gosh, what am I going to do when I get out of here? And I'm going I'm going to the Eagle. This is, might be a place for you to kind of hang out. I'm assuming that walking into... Because uh, I've been there uh, just a couple times looking for you on different afternoons, but you weren't there. But, uh, you know, it is a welcoming atmosphere. But Absolutely. you can walk in there and just everybody does welcome you. Everybody takes your name down. I think I think I got a – I didn't get a – I signed up and somebody came to me with a with a mug and all kinds yes. of stuff. <laughs> we, I lived in Boise. and it was We like, do mugging on all of our oh, yeah, first-time right. like, visitors. It's a great thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This person comes into my office with a mug and stuff. And the importance is to plug people in. And uh, we are very, very good about that. We have – literally dozens and dozens and dozens of life groups. And um, there's, a, there's a place for everyone. There's a place we can plug you in and get you involved. Um, so, okay, so we've gone through several years of the program now, okay? Yes. And, I mean, I know Glenn Shell is one of your biggest kind of supporters. He's my sponsor. Yeah, he comes by all the time. and used to come yes. by and tell me, give me an update on what you're doing. So we shout out to Glenn because – he always knew that it needed to happen there too. And Glenn Shell and I started the very first group five years ago, mm-hmm. and it was um, he was kind of the leader. I was the co-leader type thing, and then I took the reins after. Yeah, that. I could see that. Yeah, that yeah. was, was going to happen. You could see that. He coming. was great, and he still is, and he's still my sponsor, and I still stay in contact with him. That's good. Often. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But I I, I love the energy, and I think what um, too often when we get called or we feel a direction that we need to go, we hesitate, we're afraid to go forward and not to pursue something that we know in our heart we should be doing. Yeah, there was the fear and the shame factor. Um, It wasn't something I really wanted to put out there. Um, But that's one of the beauties is after you go through this group, there is no shame. Mm -hmm. Um, I embrace my brokenness and and my victory over it Mm -hmm. and um, try to share that with other men. And show them that there's hope. Well, I think, too, that you can look at the world uh, 
I mean, we're you and I are talking in a Christian radio station, so it's a nice, safe environment in here. But the world that's around us is totally broken. So you have to have, you know, that you know, putting on the armor of God, if you will, as you're going yes, out sir. doing that. And and it's a real lost, broken world that's getting more and more difficult to live in. And it's a really it's it's one of the outreaches I'm trying to work on now is to to try to find a program more geared towards our youth because we need to start really start like to grab them earlier so they don't have to go through what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, Went through 30 years of ugly brokenness and Mm -hmm. uh, the world wanted me there. And if it was up to the world, I'd still be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's, it's a scary time. Mm -hmm. It's a scary time for our youth and for everyone else. It's just, and we're trying the thing that we do. And I think it's one of the best things that uh, our church really pushes is the truth where there is a truth. And um, we're kind of, we, we don't cut corners when it comes to what the truth is. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. We accept all. We love all. Of course we do. Um, but uh, you're going to hear the truth. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, that's as you probably know, I'm a, still am a church junkie. I hang out with two or three, always three every weekend, different places. But for the most part, three core churches. And you, you don't find it. You find it watered down a little bit in different places. And I think... If you're hearing what Adrian's saying and you're listening and especially if you're driving around and you're on parole or you're coming out and you think, oh, yeah, I'll go to church. Somebody wants me to go to church. This is really not just going to church. This is actually going investing in some place that's really going to share with you the truth about what's in the Bible and uh, what needs to be a part of your heart and something that you need to address. I think that's, that's absolutely yeah. absolutely. And it's that there's truth in that word. And we don't if we don't water it down, that's we don't right. soften it up. That's right. And I think that's that's really hard. It's help me if you see it this way too. I I sometimes feel that when I'm honest and truthful with people that it's uncomfortable for them. But um and so it probably aren't as many people uh following me around, but they always know that when they come to me that I'm going to be very truthful with them, honest with them, and they know that I will be I'll call I'll tell them exactly what I do feel about what they're doing. And so that doesn't make you yes. as popular. Do you have that sense? Well, yeah, I've learned a long time ago, I can't, as some people would say, Bible beat you. Yeah. Um, that doesn't work. It doesn't. Um, by example exactly. is, is absolutely the best way to go. Um, love them first. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Show them that you love them. And uh, when you start getting into the Word and talking about the Word and showing them that, that here's the truth, a life in a way. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what we need to point them all to. Yeah, absolutely. And I always think, too, it's like somebody say, well, I keep, uh, God doesn't talk to me. And I said, well, are you reading this book? I mean, because that's what he's supposed to, that's how he's talking. You're supposed to be reading this book. That's I mean, how it happens. That's how it happens. <laughs> I stay in it every <laughs> single day. That's good. Congratulations. It's so neat too. to it's so neat to see that uh, that's developed because uh, we've been apart for a few years and we're now talking about doing some stuff for people coming out of incarceration, which is a huge need in our um, valley, as you know, and uh, as I talk about every week. But uh, And so we're looking to connect up with different people and hopefully Equal Christian is one of those people that we go forward. I would hope so. Yeah, it'll be. That's exciting. You know, I think too. You started out as just you kind of minimized the fact that you were the landscaper, but you're now totally on staff, and yes, you've got this yes, which fancy is, director stuff and everything. That's uh, the Lord at work. Um, to come from the brokenness that I was, and I mean, a, a real train wreck, and mm-hmm. uh, to think now that uh, 
I'm on staff at a very, very large church in the valley, mm-hmm. and I'm trusted and loved and mm-hmm. uh, given the opportunity to reach out and help others. Um, it's a it's an amazing thing. We were in the as we were driving over here, we were talking in the car too about Boise Rescue Mission. So, you graduated from uh, I was in there life. for eleven months okay, in the uh, new, new life program. new life program in the original lighthouse when there was, there was a lighthouse. A, that's right. And um, yes, I was in there for eleven months, and uh, that's where I gained my sobriety, right, and my love for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I made that pact with the Lord that. You get me through this. I'm going to find a whole bunch of Adrians. Yeah, I and think that, there's I a think, lot out there. Uh, we should give credit to you know uh, to Bill Roscoe and to the people who down there to do that. That is an amazing program, and I, I always say even the worst person, the person that doesn't have the least amount of resources, if you go down there and just get enrolled in that situation, and they're doing all the new life program now at uh, at, at the lighthouse only. That, They've taken it right. away from River of Life. And so it's all in in, uh, in, Canyon, the, new, Canyon, yeah, in yes. the new building over there. And, and the so, resources there are yeah, amazing. they're just amazing. So if you do go through and get enrolled in that and start a change of heart, the world can really change for you. And I've seen the success stories, you being one, but dozens of other ones in the Valley. And it's a very limited number of people who actually complete that program. It's not an easy one. No, it isn't. It's not. And they've been going for about over 20 years. Yes. And the number is, you'd be surprised how small the number is of people who graduate. I try to always go to the graduation every year because it's such an impressive thing to do. Yeah. It really is. If you make it through that, you've, uh, I'd almost rather go back to Max for a year than to, to do and, that. And the, I think the key to that is it's all biblically based. Absolutely. Once again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So not only you're on staff now too, they are actually, you are attending Boise Bible College on their dime. I have. They sent me to Boise Bible College and the the church um, is gifting me with a trip to Israel. I know. That's where I was going next, man. um, Which I'm extremely excited about. I'm excited. That's one of the things that Um, I was scheduled to go this year too. And, uh, Backed away because of the commitment with, with uh, the church that I was with, but um, I'm it's on my it's my bucket list. It's kind of like that's where I want to go. And I am extremely. That's excited. the only place in the world I really want to go. So and I think it's just going to continue to light that fire in me even more. Well, you know, too, the person uh, there's another gentleman that goes to a church I go to on Sunday that goes and has been on the trip with the two cranes and he loved it. And there's a trip. It's not this fall, but the next fall where they stop in Greece. And so I guess that's filling well, up too. I'm, I'm very blessed that on this trip we will be going to Germany. That's right. I to heard that. watch the Passion Play. That's right. Which is put on every ten years. Yeah. So I'm very fortunate to be able to go this year when yeah. the Passion Play will be yeah. done in Germany. I'm trying to. I'm. We're talking about going to the Greece one too. So that's what. Nice. Because uh, they were so. There's such a. Um, uh, the gentleman that goes to church with me on Sunday says <coughs> how the cranes do such a great job in terms of oh, the, their knowledge of that is incredible. They've been doing it for so many years. Yes. That's cool. So uh, both of us working in with in lost and broken areas of our lives and people coming in. Um, what's uh, your approach to that and how do you take care of yourself other than working in your own yard, I would assume, or <laughs> well, ranch or gentleman ranch or whatever. Well, How do you I, take I, care of yourself? I caretake at a ranch in Middleton. Um, that's just kind of my quiet place. Mm-hmm. Um, got 11 acres of, of hay ranch out there and some cattle. Um, that's my quiet place. That's my place to go and um, really be with the Lord in my quiet time. Um, I have such a desire to seek out men that are needing help. I work with three or four men now 
<clears throat> excuse me, on the side, one on one, and tell the group they can get into the group because I insist they go into the larger group mm-hmm. because uh, that's where the healing's at. I think that's what you do. You see um, different people doing well, and you come around them, you share stories, and you hold people kind of accountable. And uh, one of the things I know we do in our group continually is to end the meeting by talking about how God's impacted our lives since we've seen each other the time before. And people will have a different approach to it. God did this for me, and this happened, and I know it's God. And I will uh, each week I'll find myself Absolutely. saying, wow, I never thought about it from that perspective. Yeah. And the I Holy think, Spirit's working in us all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, so it's like... But when I've, what I've learned that's so important is the isolation is the worst thing absolutely. for any of us. Yeah, especially uh, We those are not us. meant to do life alone. No, and us, us addicts especially, even, it's a Kickstarter. We really should not do right. that. And we should not we be alone at all. We need each other. Yeah, we really should. We really <laughs> Somebody's got to keep an eye on me. That's right, but it's me too. <laughs> so it's like sometimes I know I'll go to mine and I'll be thinking, oh, man, it's... Uh, do I really? And But I get there, and then that's the day that something really kind of cool happens. Or and, and that's what's the wonderful thing about these group of men. You you get 12 guys in a room, and uh, we're men. We don't want to admit we're broken. Oh, yeah. We don't want to admit we need help. Mm-hmm. And um, especially when you get in a community of men, you want to have that bravado come out. And mm-hmm. about the third month when everybody finally is going, yeah, I'm broken. Mm-hmm. I need help. I can't do it. Um, that's when the healing starts. Yeah. That's when they're starting to let Jesus in. Yep, that's cool. That's good. Well, like I said, this has been absolutely delightful for me. I, um, I'm i happy we got connected. It took us a while to make this work. But uh, thank you so much. And I think that um, I'm hopeful that, you know, Eagle's, you know, way out there in Eagle, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> well, uh, now we we do have our our three are campuses now. Know. You know, we have Boise, and we also have. Yep, I know. I, and I guess I'm closer to campus. surprise. Yeah, I'm closer. I'm closer to surprise. So we'll we'll work out something. But I, uh, if um, you are interested in uh, getting in touch with Adrian or how the program works out there or anything like that, in a second I'll let you know how to reach out to us. But I. Truly want to sincerely thank you for coming in and doing this. Thank you, Mark. This was out of your comfort zone, and uh, I appreciate Quite. you doing that. <laughs> and I think that the people who are walking around the track or listening to you today will be interested. And uh, Appreciate you know, what hope, you do. Oh, we do. Uh, I do what you do, exactly. So thank you for doing that. Through Jesus, there's victory. All the chains that were holding me Kept me locked in captivity have been broken by grace so free when he poured out his cleansing blood motivated by his great love give me faith i need to rise above and sing a song of how i've overcome i've got victory over sin bringing peace to the fight within give me strength i need to start again Continually amazed at some of the people that I have met since I've been out of incarceration about nine years now. And Adrian is high on that list. Uh, we were really good buddies when we were at 10 Mile together, and he came out of Nampa. 
And uh, it is so nice to lose track of somebody and to see that where he has grown and where the Lord has taken him. It's very, very powerful. You too, it can happen for you too. If you need to get in touch with us or get in contact with me to figure out where Adrian is, I'll be happy to do that. You can reach me at www.systemicchangeofid.com. We have email at systemicchangeofidaho, and that's all spelled out there at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Systemic Change of ID. We're on Instagram, Systemic Change of ID. Man, you can even call us on the phone at area code 208-477-1006. Look forward to talking to you next Saturday afternoon on Victory Over Sin.